Hello, beautiful people, and thank you so much for coming in for the Appetence Families podcast. Today, we have an epic birth story with Ash, who is a beautiful Appetence mama delving into the story of her water birth, which is so, so lovely. However, just quickly first, I wanted to let you know a couple of things going on with Appetence this month. So there are some super new and exciting things for 2022 in Appetence. First of all, we have a new little booking system, which I am so excited about. However, I'm not sure if you guys will get quite as excited about it. However, it will make you booking your yoga and your workshops all together in one spot way, way easier. And in addition to that, we actually are now doing pregnancy and postnatal Pilates, which I am just so excited about. I think it is the perfect little addition to your pregnancy and postnatal experience for that true optimal health that Abitance is really going for. So that will be a wonderful little added to your journey. And in addition to that, we have been doing five-week pregnancy yoga terms on Sundays for a while now, probably over a year. And we are now going to add for every sixth week is Caitlin Pender, who is a women's health physio from her Full Stop Women's Health. And she will be doing a pelvic floor focused class, really helping you find your pelvic floor, how to contract it, how to relax it. And she is so, so knowledgeable in regards to pregnancy and postnatal pelvic floor health. So I am so stoked to be working with Caitlin and having her present to my mummers all this beautiful knowledge that she has that I feel is 100% necessary for a normal birth experience, which is what we're going for here at Appetence. So pop on over to the website, check it all out, and I am super excited to delve into this juicy year with you, helping you all prepare mentally and physically to have a normal birth experience. Now, birth story time. So Ash tells a beautiful story about her polycystic ovaries and how that affected her and her partner and their thoughts about actually having a family when it wasn't necessarily always a definite that they would start a family. So I thought that was really nice to hear how what could be perceived as a bit of a negative, how they turned it into a lovely positive experience and reflected on it. And then she talks about her beautiful pregnancy where she experienced some pretty severe symphysis pubis dysfunction, so SPD. And she, like the cares that she did to deal with that was really, really phenomenal. Um, I still remember Ash coming to yoga and hobbling up the stairs, hobbling through the poses in her own way, in her own time, but still putting that time aside for her and her pregnancy and her care and her physical function. And I just think that's so admirable of her to do. And then Ash delves into her beautiful labor that did comprise of a quick target visit with leaking waters and contractions and hobbling through the supermarket, which I just thought was so humorous and leading on to her beautiful water birth experience. So without further ado, let's get into the episode. joining me on the Appetence Family Podcast, Ash. That's okay. (laughs) So we know each other because we actually both went to IntroFlow, didn't we? Yes, Which is the best gym slash yoga studio on the sunny coast. You can love it. Potentially in the world. Yes, good call. Fair call, absolutely. (laughs) 
And um, shameless plug. You're welcome, yeah, you're Minnie welcome and Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> and then you saw my yoga and stuff through there because that's where I hold my yoga. And you started coming yes. to yoga. Yes, so very exciting. I remember when you first launched your yoga, I was like, oh, I'm not pregnant. I can't go to that. That yeah. sounds amazing. <laughs> and I sent it to a few of my friends who were pregnant, but it was, you know, they lived in Mulaney. Yes. I'm sure it was too far away. Yes. So I was like, oh, that's no fair. Yeah. So I was very excited. And I do remember still getting my first message from you at like five weeks saying, is it too early to come to yoga? You were the second person to find out we were pregnant. <laughs> I remember that um, Tess was positive. I'm like, oh, I can go to yoga now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that makes me so happy. <laughs> Thank you. And I remember I said, oh, maybe just give it another seven weeks yeah. or so. Wait till the I second trimester. It's the longest <laughs> week of my life. <laughs> I think I was there at 10 weeks because if I waited till 12 weeks, I would have missed the course. Yes. So I came a little bit earlier so I could do a whole extra course. And I loved it. I loved it. So, so good. So tell us about preconception. I know you went through a few little gyny issues. So talk to us yes. about that and how that journey was getting conceived. So January, my goodness, 2020, mm-hmm. I had some pretty epic pain in my uterus area that didn't coincide with period so it was really really painful like crippled over in pain days off work just had no idea what was going on went to the doctor my gp is amazing and he poked around outside and he's like i don't know what's going on but it sounds like your ovaries so he sent me for a scan and i had a cyst that was about i don't remember now two or three centimetres, mm-hmm. which is quite large. And yeah. they were like, don't worry, it's going to burst. It's going to be okay. We'll just keep monitoring it. And there was um, – I had polycystic ovaries on both of the cysts, but this okay. large one was what was causing the pain. Wow. Yeah, so that was a whole big thing. It's like, oh, I didn't even know. Yeah. Yeah, so I had really irregular cycles my whole life. Right. And I remember going to someone when I was like 18. I'm mm-hmm. like, why am I – why am I only getting – four periods a year and she's like go on the pill I'm like, I don't want to go on the pill and she's like cool there's Classic. nothing to worry about when you try to have a baby it just means you only get four chances instead of 12 okay and I was like as an 18 year old I was like okay cool don't want to get pregnant that yes. sounds like a good way to go and then as I got older I was like that's not a lot of chances yeah that's pretty off the cusp and flippant to say that yeah you know? so she's yeah. not my gp anymore yeah good call <laughs> yeah good call. but the gp i have now he's amazing so um that was january i think february i was still in a lot of pain mm-hmm. it hadn't subsided if anything it was getting worse so i went back in for another scan and the cyst had grown from three centimeters to five centimeters wow. so they couldn't prove if it was the same one like there's no real way to tell but whatever cyst was there was bigger and then by March, it still hadn't ruptured. The pain was getting pretty severe. And I actually booked in for, I think it's called a laparoscopy. I always yes. forget what they're called. Yeah. 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 To get rid of it. Because yeah. it wasn't bursting and I'd run out of sick leave. ideal for it to burst? Is that what you want? Yeah. So okay. everyone gets cysts on their ovaries. Right. I don't, so there'll be people who are like, that's not true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just say what you think. That's yep. fine. So everyone gets cysts on their ovaries and they burst they grow they burst they grow all the time Ah. yeah and then polycystic ovaries is when you have multiple cysts at once okay and then you get 
um, some cysts that get big and then don't rupture. Right. And they can actually twist and then it's like a contorted or something like that which is a really big problem and that's what they were worried about with me yeah it was just getting bigger and it wasn't rupturing so at some point it's just going to go I'm too heavy and like spin around yes and then you get blood clots not blood clots um no blood flow because it's twisted arteries and everything like that and it's actually emergency procedure wow yeah so, but it was, it was all very, very fun. Yeah. And this whole time, my husband and I were like, we don't really want kids. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Not saying no ever, but like wasn't in our, wasn't yeah. I think he was working away. I just started a new job. Like it was yeah. all just, no, nah, we're good. We're pretty happy. Yeah. Just me, him, the dog. Yes. Yeah. And then when this happened and I'm like, you know, you don't know what's going to happen in a surgery. The surgery could go wrong. They might find cancer. I could have endometriosis because that's something you can't really tell until they kind of get in. Absolutely. And I was like, we have no idea what this is going to be. And then we actually looked in at like freezing some eggs. Cool. Just in case. Yeah. But I was like, I need to have the surgery to get rid of the cyst because I can't put up with this pain. Yeah. And I'd have to wait if I wanted to freeze my eggs. Yeah. So I was like, decided to go ahead with the surgery and we were just like, it is what it is. Yeah. And my gynecology gynecologist was really aware of all this and he's like, there's no markers of cancer, you know, yeah. worst case you lose one. I'm yeah. Like, yeah. Cool. I can handle that. Yeah. yeah. And he was actually a specialist in um, like PCOS and cysts rather cool. than just a general gynecologist. Yeah. 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 So I did a bit of research and found him. Awesome. Yeah. Okay, cool. So then you had the surgery and it was simply removal of the cyst. Nothing yeah. else was found. They took the cysts. Um, I had a lot of scar tissue around my ovaries and they had grown into my the wall on the outside okay yes that was really cool I actually have some photos i have to show oh, you later yes. yeah interesting yeah so they cleaned that up um so they were floating again i guess yeah 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 and he basically said everything's perfect like yep you've definitely got wow. like cysts on your ovaries i think he counted 12 on one and like 10 on the other but they Sounds were like, like what doesn't it yeah but they're <laughs> like they were little it just looks like bubbles okay instead of a nice smooth ovary i have like bubbled over yes yeah. yes awesome it's a good way to explain it and then like yeah. t- and then yeah the one he took out was a bit bigger than a golf ball wow yeah and how was the recovery you felt way better after that was gone I felt so much better like almost instantly yeah yeah my recovery was really good yeah um I didn't get any infections from my scars I wanted to stay overnight but he's like you're fine you can go home. <laughs> Um, and then, yeah, I had the surgery on a Thursday and I was back at work on the Monday. Oh, sick. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and I just wore like a, um, those pregnancy bands over my belly cause I couldn't like do up the buttons. So I was yeah. still a bit swollen. Yes. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, cool. So when was that again? That was March, March. 2020. And then, and then the world fell apart. There? Yes. So my husband lost his job. Yeah. Um, I was started working from home and then we were just kind of like, after all this question, my goodness, what if we can't have kids? And then he was home all the time. Our kind of life yes. completely flipped. Yeah. And then we're like, I want a family. Yeah. Yeah. So then we um, started trying in March. Cute. and Which is fun. I got kids, but that's a really cool little yeah. discussion. So once I'd sort of recovered from the surgery, we started trying. Awesome. Um, I had been seeing a Chinese herbalist since January trying mm-hmm. to get the cysts under control. Cool. And then told them that we were trying to conceive and they changed my acupuncture, they changed my T's um, and what we were trying to do was track ovulation. Yeah. And I wasn't ovulating. Interesting. So, yeah, I was getting a period but I hadn't actually ovulated. Hmm. 
so it wasn't a true period. It was just a bleed. It was like a, yes, yeah. So is that because of the polycystic ovaries? Yes. Okay. Yeah, it's a hormone imbalance which yeah. is causing the cysts. Yeah, and then I wasn't ovulating. Interesting. So then they were trying to get ovulation. So we tried for about six months, mm-hmm. and I had a spike in my temperature and on the. Um, the basal body temperature. Yes. Yeah, because I was doing that. And the little ovulation stick, I had a spike. Yeah. And we felt pregnant. Oh, my god. Yeah, so. And that was potentially the first time you ovulated in, like, who knows how long. Who knows how long. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, potentially years. So it was six months, but it was kind of the first time. Yeah. Yeah, so we were very lucky. But it was um, getting pretty stressful because I was starting to get in a lot of pain again. I was, I was mm. having actually – I had – two more cysts in that six months. Wow. They did rupture, which was cool. good, but yeah, definitely had cysts there. So yeah. I remember the day we found out we were pregnant. This is very sad. Um, I was in so much pain. I came home early from work Yeah, and my husband picked me up and I was saying, I can't do this. Like if I'm not pregnant, I'm getting a hysterectomy. Oh, wow. Yeah. Crazy. I couldn't do it anymore. I'd had enough. Wow. Yeah. So 28, I was like, I'm done. Yeah. I couldn't do it. Yeah. Yep. I was going like, flag it with kids. This no can't need. be my life. Yeah. Yep. yep. I'm doing all the things. Yeah. I was like, I can't do this. Yeah. Yeah. And like, and I'd always been open to adoption and foster care. And I was like, that's obviously our life. Oh, wow. Yep. And how was his reaction? He was just couldn't handle me being in pain anymore. Yes. So he's like, yeah, that's fine. Wow. Because yeah. we'd always spoken about maybe not having kids, but yes. adopting later on. Like yep. that was kind of always something we'd spoken about. Yeah. And... Isn't that interesting? Yeah. And then what you did a test and you're like, oh, well, forget well, that idea. So we were, I was like, I had, um, I had a medication yeah. at home, but it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. So I went to the chemist warehouse to get the good stuff. Yeah. Like pain relief. Yeah, yeah. Which you can't take while you're pregnant. Yeah. And I thought, we are trying, we should get a test. Mm-hmm. And we got to the counter and we put the medication that you can't take while you're pregnant and the pregnancy test down. And it actually flags an alert on their system to remind you that you can't take this if you're pregnant. Wow. And she said, I hope you get the answer that you're looking for. And it was just the most beautiful thing ever. She didn't know our story. She didn't know anything. And she didn't ask, oh, are you trying? Or yes. like make this really uncomfortable. She's just like, I hope you get the answer you're after. Oh. Yeah. Went home, drank heaps of water, peed on the stick, and we were pregnant. And then I remember instantly I was like, oh, but I can't take the tablets. Yeah. <laughs> Fair call. Yeah. So where do you reckon that pain was from? Do you reckon that was from the pregnancy maybe? I still think it was from the cysts. Yeah. yeah. Or a spike in the hormones that yeah. I, I Made don't know. Made the grow. Yeah, yeah. Because when we went to our doctor's appointment, yeah. they um, – to confirm we were pregnant with the blood test. Yeah. Yeah. They wanted to do an ultrasound to make sure it wasn't an ectopic pregnancy. Yes. Because the pain was pretty severe. Yes. Yeah. And ectopics are so painful. Yeah. Yeah. But there, I never had any bleeding through any of these cysts or anything other than my period. I never had any unexplained bleeding. <gasps> interesting. So they were always like, there's nothing wrong. Yes. Like, it's very interesting. Because cysts, so when you Google cysts, it's not supposed to cause pain. Yes. Yeah. You get the pain from other things. Yeah. Yeah. The secondary problem. Interesting. The cyst itself shouldn't cause pain, but I was like, all I have is a cyst, so I'm in pain. Yes. Yeah. Very, very fascinating. Very fascinating. <laughs> so then you're pregnant, and what did the cysts first? Eventually. Eventually. And the pain. Stopped. So 
over the first trimester. So we found out we were pregnant at four weeks, very cool. early. Um, by 13 weeks, I had had three ultrasounds. Yeah. And had had three separate cysts burst. Wow. Alternating from the left to right side. Cool. Okay. Which is the most that I'd ever had. Yeah. So at that point, we were questioning whether I could do this for another nine months. Yeah. The rest of the nine months. And I booked in with my gynecologist to talk about getting the cysts removed. Yeah. Yeah. It's like like the risk of pregnancy surgeries and things like that. Cause I was like, if this is going to keep happening, yes. I can't live like this. Yeah. Um, and they said, no, no, it's okay. You're only 12 weeks pregnant at this point by 15 weeks. If you're still getting burst cysts, come back and see me. Okay. But this is your body trying to adjust to the new hormones. Yes. So I don't quite understand this part either, but basically in that first trimester, your body hasn't quite worked out you're pregnant yet. Yeah. So it's, and that can be a reason you get so sick. Yes. Because it was still doing all the PCOS stuff. Yes. While trying to grow a human. Yes. And it was like. Confused. Conflicted. Yeah. And that's why I had so many cysts bursting. But they were bursting, which was nice. Yeah. Compared to the not bursting and needing to get them operated on. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. And then the cysts stopped forming throughout the pregnancy. Yeah. I think it was 14 weeks. I woke up and I practically leapt out of bed and awesome. I just felt amazing. Amazing. Yep amazing oh that second trimester blue. yeah it was yes. it finally, so I didn't really get any nausea or anything like that I was just yeah. in so much pain wow yeah. so tough first trimester very tough yeah awesome and then you went through your pregnancy and tell me how you prepared for birth what was oh, it like for you goodness. and your partner um about 28 weeks yeah. I had uh, my pelvis dislodged oh that's right yeah. yes so that was fun. The symphysis pubis? Yes. Yeah. yeah. PDS, I think I call it. PSD. Um, yes. Yeah. Yeah. One of those acronyms. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that kind of put a halt. SPD. SPD. Symphysis, symphysis pubis, pubis dysfunction. Yes, that one. <laughs> um, that one, it kind of put a question into what we wanted to do because I wanted yeah. water. Yeah. That's all I knew I wanted. Yeah. Um, I didn't know much else about birth. I just thought a water birth would be pretty cool. Yeah. I like to float. I like going in the water. Yeah. Yeah. And so we had a look at the hospitals. I always wanted a hospital birth. That was just a personal yeah. choice for me. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. I wanted what I wanted in the hospital, but yeah. I wanted a hospital birth. I wanted the experts around in case Fair I needed cool. them. Yeah. Um, I know a couple of people who've had some pretty gnarly births. So yeah. I was like, yeah, I'm not messing around with trying to get to the hospital. Let's yeah. just be there. Yeah. Um, and we decided to birth at Budrum. Cool. Which is nice and quiet, not like this actually. This yeah. is beautiful. Yeah. And they had a pool, a bar. A pool, yeah. A bar. Yeah. And it was lovely. And then we were filling out our paperwork and they're like, you need to be able to get in and out of bath on your own. Yes. And I was like, I can't walk. Yes. How am I supposed to get in and out of a bath? So yeah. we actually started practicing getting in and out of our own bath. Perfect. Yeah. Oh, you had to be able to get out unassisted. Yes. Yeah. But that was like a legal thing. Yeah. They would help you get out. Absolutely. It's basically what the obstetrician said. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And um, I did all of my yoga with you. Yeah, Which is amazing. Throughout your whole pregnancy. The you were so whole diligent. pregnancy. Yeah. Yep. Um, except Even for with like, your SPD stuff. Yeah. Like it was first, incredible. I think it was like four weeks that I didn't come because I 
couldn't even get out of bed. So yes. Like, probably don't need to do yoga. Yeah. And I did, um, the dates didn't line up with going to your body balance workshop. Yeah. So I bought your online one. That's right. And I did that at home every other day. Awesome. I wasn't as consistent as I wanted to be. <laughs> that is fine. That's a benefit yeah. when you start early. You don't have to be so diligent. Yeah. You can afford to get away every other day. And so I did that every day. Epic. Every other day. And then um, I just, I didn't, I listened to a lot of podcasts in my early pregnancy. Yeah. And then I started to get really, really overwhelmed with other people's stories. Yes. So I actually just stopped. Fair call. Yeah. Good I, job. And I just researched the fourth trimester was all I worried about. Interesting. Yeah. I figured it's just going to happen how it happens. I yeah. can't control anything. It's the one thing in life you can't control. Yeah. So I just stopped. Cool. Yeah. Stop trying. Surrender. Yep. That's the biggest. From like, like probably like 20 weeks or something. Epic. I, yeah. I could just couldn't do it anymore. Yeah. There's too many, too much information, too many stories. Yeah. And some people were like, I loved the midwife program. And then some people were like, I hated the midwife program. Yes. And then like, I loved the hospital and I hated my home birth. And I'm like, I just can't. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, so hard. Yeah. I had an idea of what I wanted. Yeah. I told that to my husband and he's like, sure. Sounds good. Sounds good. Legend. Yeah. But I really wanted him involved in all of the decisions because it was the birth of his baby as well. Yeah. I was doing all the work, but yeah, I wanted him involved in everything. So, yes. Yeah. It's kind of like, cool. this is what I've decided. What do you think? Yes. <laughs> and I'd be like, you say yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and he would too. Such a yeah, sweetheart. Such a sweetie. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. That's so cool. Um... I like that because I think it's important if you're going to, I think listening to birth stories and having an idea is really important. If you're going to do that, I think making sure you listen to just positive ones in pregnancy is so vital. There's no point like, and yes, you've got to be prepared for other things that may happen, but you don't need to submerge yourself in all this negativity in other people's, you know, um, unfortunately not so great experiences. So yeah, I think that's a good call. And listening to yourself when you know, okay, it's too overwhelming. I'm not doing great for my mental health right now. I'm going to. I started to feel sick listening yeah. to them. And I'm like, what if that happens to me? Yeah. And I was like, that's not what I'm here for. You don't need yeah. that fear. No, I was here to learn. Yes. About it. Yeah. Yeah. We just need to get that fear out out of birth. Yeah. Like it's such a fearful thing these days and it so doesn't need to be. Yeah. It's just not progressive to having a normal birth is yeah. having that fear it wasn't so anything yeah yeah exactly yeah. exactly and other than my um my hips yeah. i'd actually had a really easy pregnancy yeah i had yeah. no swelling i didn't have any stretch marks or awesome. anything like that yeah i was really comfortable <laughs> so okay. <Time> pilates <laughs> uh, <laughs> so good um so i was gonna say as well did you want to say what triggered your spd because I thought that was interesting. Oh, yeah. That went for a run. Yeah. yeah. And, and your pup. Oh, my dog. Yeah. Yes. yes. So that was odd. I never Yeah. Heard of so that. I am quite active. Mm. And I was running the whole way through my pregnancy. And then I went for a run with the dog, mm-hmm. who I hold in one hand. Yeah. And she is a staffy and she does pull. Yeah. Um, and then I got home from my run. I sat down for breakfast and I couldn't get up. Yeah. I knew exactly what I'd done. The moment I couldn't move, I was like, my hips have moved. Yes. Um, I put myself on bed rest. 
I rang around to physios and I got an appointment at like 9am on Monday because this yeah. was on the weekend. Cool. Put myself on bed rest for two days. I got in to the appointment and she confirmed it. She's like, yep, you've displaced your pelvis. Um, she could feel it out. And she like yeah. did some manipulation to try and move it, but she's just like, it's just going to keep happening because of the relaxant in the body. Yeah. She's like, this is, this is you now. Yeah, what we need to do now is manage it. Yes. So I went about my life. I walked around the block if I could yeah. um, just to get outside. Yeah. Um, still with the dog. Cool. Still with the dog. And then a few weeks later, so it was about 28 weeks, by about 30, I was 33 weeks. It was my last week of work. Cool. I decided to finish a bit earlier because I just couldn't work anymore. I was yeah. in too much pain. Yeah. And I just thought, you know what, I'm just going to get a second opinion because yeah. – I'm not getting any better. If yeah. anything, I'm getting worse. And I went to her and I told her everything. And she just looked at me and she's like, it's your dog. Interesting. Yeah. So the walking probably wasn't helping. Yeah. She's like, no more walking. Avoid yeah. the stairs. And I live on the second floor of a building. Oh, so she's gosh. like, you're just going to have to cut out stairs to essentials. Yeah. Um, and stop walking the dog. Interesting. Yeah. Because that was, pull on the that one side. Pulling on the one side was tilting my pelvis no matter how much I tried to stay straight yes yeah it was that too much pressure on one side so interesting and I tried walking holding it like at my belly yes to try like through the center and no no so she didn't get any more walks from 33 weeks with me yes yes interesting yeah I just thought that was really cool because and great call getting a second opinion I so vital like some things yeah you may have to live with but it is so worth hitting up someone else to see do I actually just have to live like this or can I do something else because and then I was because you know Dr. Google yes I was worried about afterbirth yeah, like if I didn't manage this correctly during my pregnancy, I might actually have this problem after my birth. Mm. And I was really aware of that, and I didn't want this. No, yeah, like I'd read some people having their second child had a lot of their last end of the pregnancy in hospital because it was too painful to look after the child. Yeah, without that additional help. Yeah, and I was like. I mean, that's quite extreme, yeah. but I was like, I was that when I first hurt myself. I was on bed rest. Yeah. yeah. And imagine if you had a kid. Yeah. Yeah. So that was fun. Yeah. But I'm really glad I got the second opinion because she reassured me that my physio was right. Like, yes. All my exercises were correct. Everything I was doing was right. Yeah. She just said, limit it back even more because yeah. by this point I was another like nearly five, ten weeks pregnant. Yeah. Extra, so she's like, cut it right back. Yeah. You just kind of have to slow down. Yeah, telling someone who doesn't stop to slow down is not really great. Hard. Hard. But um, yeah, so I ended up dropping it back to just my body body balance and my yoga on some days. Awesome. And that was all that I did. Yeah, yeah. I remember you climbing up the stairs and you'd be like left foot up, <laughs> then right foot up, and left foot up, and right foot up. Oh, you had enough laying on the ground. Come over here. Hey. Come sit here. You want to be in on the pod, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so that was fun. So good. And I ended up borrowing my mum's car because we have a four-wheel drive, so yes. I couldn't actually climb in and out of the car. Yes. And we do have an automatic, but the pressure on one foot, my accelerator, yes. was too much. So I ended up getting chauffeured around oh, yeah. in my mum's car so oh. that I could – she's got a little swift, so I could just like <laughs> sit my bum in and turn around. Yes. Oh, crazy. It was, was a fun time. Yeah. Yeah. At least you weren't working then, so you would have been pretty nesting yeah. days at home. Yeah. Yeah. I was just at home. So just good. Just in my little bubble. 
so good. In Thank my, goodness your partner was home and not away at work. Yeah, that time. so anytime um, he was away, I either went out to mum's or yes, yeah, went with him. He had a couple. Of, he films weddings. He had a couple of weddings. I just went with him. That's right. Yeah, yeah you had a few weekends away doing that. For yeah. Sure. Um, beautiful. So then, tell us how your birth started like when did you go into labor? I went into labor at 40 and 5 cool yeah so how was clicking over on that due date and after that I was fine cool because the whole way through my pregnancy I had so I was due on the 16th Mm -hmm. and I had in my head that I'd go into labor at like 42 weeks and birth on the first of the next month yes so I just in my head I was like I'm in this till 42 weeks yes at that's so good yeah like, that's such a good mindset and perspective when anyone anytime someone asked me when are you due yeah I was like six to eight weeks yeah or did I say four to eight weeks interesting yeah. I was like I'm full term at 38 but I'm not having this baby till 42 so I love that perspective I yeah. think that is so important awesome yeah and but somewhere along the line my husband and I had the discussion that um people go into labor early yes so at like 34 weeks he's like any day now ah. so his hospital bag was packed ah. people were like oh how long do you, how long until um you're having a baby and he's like oh any day now ah. <laughs> and I had to tell him to stop because I was like it's I can't it's not any day like, yes it's a good eight weeks yes. like you've got to calm down yes. yeah yeah um so we ticked over to 39 weeks yeah and I thought my waters broke Ah. I peed forever, but I wasn't <laughs> peeing, and I was like, oh. Interesting. Yeah, and like, you know, too much information, but like, wiped a few times, and I'm yes. like, oh, I'm still peeing. Yes, yes. So we rung the hospital, and we're like, I'm pretty sure our water's, oh, and I'd had some Braxton, Braxton Hicks. Yes. And I'm like, oh, and my water's broke. I'm like, oh, this is it. It's happening. Interesting. So I rung the hospital, let them know my water's broke, and they're like, yep, just let us know. Yeah. Um, they're like, how far apart are your contractions? I'm like, oh, a good half hour. Like, yeah. there's nothing happening. And they're like, yep, no problem. Um, We'll see you tonight or just give us a call in the morning. Yeah. And I rang them in the morning and I'm like, after I called you, I didn't have any more contractions. Yeah. Yeah. Did the wean um, stop? Yep. After I called them like straight away, I wore the maternity pad and it was still bone dry. And I'm like, okay, nothing it to worry about. It might have even been a bit of a hind leak. Yeah. Where, like, you get, like, a little hole and a little bit of um, water escapes, but then it almost kind of reseals itself. Yeah. yeah. So that's what I thought. Um, Interesting. And I was like, is that what they the told you? I rung the hospital. I was like, I'm fine. And it was right at shift changeover. Yeah. So she's like, okay, I'll just mark it down. And then that was on Saturday. Yeah. I was like, oh, we're not coming in because I've not wanted it break. Yes. It's fine. Yeah. And then come Monday morning, my obstetrician got the notes and she rung me and she was like, you need to come into hospital. And I was like, why? She's like, well, if your water's broken and it's now been 36, 40, over 48 hours, like, you could have an infection. And I was like, yeah, you're right. I could. So we wandered on down to the hospital. Oh, my god! Yeah. They put us in for monitoring. Oh. Put us in for monitoring, um, strapped up the belly to make sure that yeah. everything yeah. was fine and did the little swab. Yeah. And there was nothing. Yeah. Baby was fine. And you've still not had any water leak up until this point. That's interesting that she sort of took it like that. But I think I don't. I think it was just there was like the obstetrician was worried that 
the hospital missed something. Yeah. Because it had been like three days since anyone had called me. Yes. And they're like, how did this get missed? Yeah. You should have gone in on Saturday just to check everything was right. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. And then she's like, now it's been another two days. Yeah. And I was like, okay. So we just wandered on in. Yeah. She was really calm. She's like, no, baby. And I'm like, no. She's like, okay, see you in a few days. Yeah. And just wandered on out. Like it was Sweet. really calm, but it was just Sweet. like, you you should probably come into the hospital. Yeah. You should probably come into the hospital now. Yeah. We'll see you in 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay. Um, and then, yeah, so that was 39 weeks. Yeah. Then 40 ticked over, and I knew I wasn't having a baby. Yeah. Um, so I wasn't really worried. But then my pelvis started to get more painful uh, because she was starting to drop. Yes. I was putting more pressure on my pelvis, mm-hmm. and I was getting less and less mobile. Mm. And I still wasn't uncomfortable with my belly. I just couldn't walk. Yeah. So I couldn't walk on grass. Yeah, I definitely couldn't walk on sand. Yeah, so like even getting to the car, there's like a meter of grass, and because I couldn't move my legs, I had to take like 15 steps, and it was squishy, and it was just awful. And it was winter now, trying to put long pants on. Uh, I I'd had enough. Yeah, and because I couldn't walk, I couldn't like go anywhere, and just yes. I had a friend Chill. who just walked for two hours on her mat leave because she's yeah. like got nothing else to do. Yeah. So she'd wake up in the morning, have breakfast and go for a walk. Exactly. And I couldn't do that. Yeah. Because I couldn't even get around the block. Yeah. I just, I went to a pretty dark place and I was like, I'm yeah. done. Yeah. yeah. I'm not done with the pregnancy. I'm just, I'm ready for something. Something's got to change. Yes. This isn't working. I just working. want this pain to stop. This isn't working anymore. So something's got to happen. Yeah. And then I had, I proper had enough and I was like, okay. If I'm going to be in this much pain, I want it to be worth it. Let's go for a walk. Oh, yeah, I was like, if I'm if I'm on bed rest, let's yeah. give me a reason to be on bed rest. Yeah, doing the right thing, I'm still on bed rest. Let's yes. let's do something. Like, yeah, I was I was cooped up. I'd had enough. Yeah. So we went to Serenity Falls because it's got a footpath. Okay, where and, is that? Uh, Budrum. <gasps> oh, then Budrum Waterfalls. Yeah, yes, yeah. love it because it's got Beautiful. the footpath. But I was like, no, where. At this point, we were 40 and 5. Yeah. And I was like, it's time to get this baby out. So yes. we did the other side, which is stairs. Yeah. It's like, what, 300 meters? Yeah. It took us four hours. <laughs> it's my poor little pelvis trying to get uh... up and down stairs. <laughs> I hope your obstetrician isn't listening to this. All the physio, either or. Yeah. We had nothing else to do. Yeah. Yeah. Just get it done. And we packed and unpacked the hospital bag because we packed it two weeks earlier when we mm. thought our waters had broke. Yeah. And then, you know, we used all those clothes, put them back in the box, and then, like, yeah, it's like, yep, we're, we're done. Everything's ready. Yeah, let's so get it. let's just Good let's on just you. And I've actually heard of a few mummers, like, just that pre-labor uh, starts at Budget Waterfalls, which is interesting. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, it's not must funny. be a place. It must there be a place. Go. There must be something in the air. Like 42 weeks. Yeah. <laughs> And then um, we thought, oh, we're out and about. Let's go out for lunch. So we went out for lunch. Cool. And I made the joke and I'm like, we're very pregnant. My water could break <laughs> while we're at lunch. So we quickly ate it and went on home. Yes. Adam had a nap. I couldn't sleep. Yeah. And then I was just scrolling on my phone and I had a contraction Ooh. at four o'clock on the dot. So I got my little app and I started my app and then... 15 minutes later, I had another one, and then I was like, oh, that feels a little bit wet. Ah. I think I might have just maybe peed myself, but I had no, like, other sensations. I was like, I quickly went to the toilet, 
I say quickly. Five <laughs> minutes after rolling out of the bed, I went to the toilet and it didn't stop. Interesting. I was like, my water's broken. Yes. Yeah. And then I had another contraction. At that point, they were 15 minutes apart. Yeah. So three contractions in half an hour. It's great. Yep. And then it just kept getting quicker and quicker and quicker. So we rang the hospital, let them know that our waters had broken. They said, same thing, just we'll see you tonight or tomorrow morning. Mm-hmm. Yep. They weren't worried. Um, they just wanted me in at 18 hours. I like how much you do that, where it's like, so, say, screw, for example, if your water's broken, nine times out of ten, we'll say, come in and we'll check you. Which, yeah. You know, I understand why they do it, but sometimes I think it's a, maybe a bit unnecessary. Yeah. So, I like that they're just like, cool, thanks for letting us know that you're out there and you're niggling. And, yeah. um, like, so they can prepare, yeah. but, like, they just keep they prepared home. the room. Exactly. Yeah. And then I told Adam, and I was like, I don't know what I'm going to wear to the hospital. <laughs> it's really, really cold outside and yeah. I don't want to wear my tights to the hospital because that's not easy to get off. Yeah. So we went to Target. <laughs> <laughs> in labour. With waters breaking. <laughs> <laughs> so I was in my big nappy <laughs> walking around Juicy Target. Juicy booty. <laughs> looking at and I was like, well, I'm not spending money on maternity tights. Yeah. Uh, maternity track pants. I just wanted some sweatpants. Yes. I wanted some warm pants that I yeah. could just lounge around in. And I was yeah. like, I'm not spending my money on maternity because no. I'm in labor. I'm not in, I'm not maternity anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm having a baby. So we were trying on um, like size 16 and they yeah. still weren't fitting over the belly. And I'm like, this isn't going to give me what I want because I don't want to go in with it down below my belly and then yeah. like a jumper because yeah. that defeats the purpose of being warm. And I tried on the men's ones and I found a pair that fit the belly, but they had cufflinks. And I was just Uh, like, no, let's just go. Poor Adam. He's just like, okay. Hobbled (laughs) hobbled on back. Because at this point I still couldn't walk. Oh my God. Yeah. Like a four hour endeavor to achieve nothing. (laughs) He's so good. It's amazing. Um, And then I was like, oh, well, we need to eat something. So let's have dinner. And I think we had like leftover pizza or something. Yes. So we warmed up that. We put on a TV show, turned off all the lights, lit some candles. Cool. And was just zenning out. Chilling. Yep. Just hanging out. Because um, were you contracting in Target? Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because at this point, my labor was pretty intense straight away. Interesting. So after that first half hour, I think I went down to like five or six minutes. Wow. After that. Yeah. Interesting. So there was a lot happening. Yes. Um, he would have just been nervous. Like, fuck, we're, you're, you're so nervous. laboring, we're in Target. So it's nervous. It's going to be impossible to get time. you to a car to get to the hospital if we really have to. Yeah, and we would have had to go via home because I needed to go to Target quickly. So we didn't take the hospital bags with us. <laughs> Adam, do you not see the logic? <laughs> we have to go to Target because I don't have new pants to wear. And I ended up just wearing my tights. Like, still the same tights I wore to the falls that morning. Like, it so was fine. funny. So and I, funny. It's probably my favourite part of my whole labour. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, then what happened? Oh, then it was getting pretty close to 10 o'clock. I was very, very much in labor. Yeah. Our little app said we were two minutes apart. Cool. Three minutes apart. Cool. And that's when the hospital said, if you live, you know, within half an hour to come. Yes. So we run the hospital. I'm like, this is where my labor's at. They're like, cool, we'll see you soon. Cool. And I was like, I want to have a shower. Yes. Because I might not have a shower for days. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. So I had a shower. 
and I thought, well, I need to brush my teeth. Yes. So I'm just sitting in the bathroom. I'm swaying. I'm yes. in labor. I've got my music on. Adam's frantic. <laughs> he's like, he's in another room packing the bags because he's a videographer. So I was like, you have to film the birth. Yeah. So he's like, I need a tripod. I need my camera. My camera's not charged. <laughs> he's like, everything is happening. So he's running trips down to the car. Yes. And I'm just in my element. At this point, I'm at two minutes apart. And how were the contractions feeling with your pelvis, especially standing up? I was still in a lot of pain. Yes. No position was comfortable. Yeah. Um, you were just kind of gritting your teeth, bearing it. No, I wasn't. Okay. I just wasn't comfortable. Yes. But this was it. Like, yeah. everyone had said... All the physios had said, yeah, you might have repercussions afterwards with your pelvis, but there's a good chance once your baby's out, you're good. Yeah. So I was like, I've got like, what, 12 hours left of this? Yeah. I'm, I'm good to go. Yes. Yeah. Because what they reckon the average labor for first time was like 12 to 14 hours. Yes. Yeah. I'd already been labor for a couple of hours. So I'm yes. Like, I remember we did like a little vlog and I was like, ah. oh, by 6 a.m. tomorrow morning, I'm going to be a mom. Yes. That's cute. I was like, yep, I can do this. And I like hobbled into the car and yeah, Adam yes. was like, we need to go to the hospital. And I'm like, it's fine. I'm fine. And he's like, you'd contract in the two minutes part. We need to go to the hospital. Yes. I was like, fine. And people, I thought I would have wanted like really chill music, but yes. we were listening to like Hooligan Hefts and, <laughs> um, yeah, like Blissadesso and so good. I was just in my element. So good. Yeah. Got to the hospital. I pulled up and I got out of the car and a lady who like just got into her car, she got out and she's like, do you want me to help you with your bags? Yeah. And I'm like, we don't have time. I'm having a baby. So I was like, Adam, just grab like the snack bag. And let's go. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, you can get that in the morning. Like we don't need that yet. Yeah. I'm having this baby. I'm two minutes apart. We've got to go. Yeah. Now all of a sudden it's a rush. It's like we don't need to mess around with the 15 bags we bought of camera gear. Yeah. Like not actual bags. Yeah. That's right. That's what we did. So I was like, no, just my backpack. Let's go. Yes. And we get in and they're like, oh, you're Ashley. Fantastic. How are the contractions? And I'm like two minutes apart. I feel amazing. And they're like, oh, you're still smiling. Head on into your room. Oh. And I was like. No, I'm going to the birth suite. I'm having a baby. you got to fill my bath up. Yes. And she's like, no, you're not there yet. Um, you'll know. Call us when it's time. Oh, stereotype. And I was like, but I'm ready. And then I, yes. then I cracked the shits. Yes. I was like, well, I could have stayed at home. Yes. If I'm not ready, I could have stayed at home. That's right. And then my labor stopped. Yes. So I was, I think at that point, the time we'd actually got into the bedroom, I was at about 90 seconds apart. Yeah. Um, so things were heating up. Yeah. And it stopped. I didn't have a contraction for like that 15, frustration, 15 that adrenaline just combat I was, I was angry. Yeah. Because I'd wanted a hospital birth. Yeah. That's what I wanted. And I was like, should have had a home birth. Then I wouldn't have had to leave. And then yeah. no one would tell me what to do. Yeah. <laughs> and I was I was in a bad place. Uh, yeah. And then I was like, Adam. So even though you said I really want to get in the bath, like they're two minutes apart, they yeah. were just like, nah. No, I wasn't I wasn't ready, apparently. Interesting. So this was about 10 p.m. So I'd been in labor for six hours at yeah. this point. And I was like, Adam, you need to get some sleep. We're not having this baby at the moment, so Go yes. have some sleep. Yeah. And my labor got a bit better. It was probably about 15 minutes apart. And then I don't know at what point it intensified. Yeah. It went back to two minutes and it went back with a vengeance. <laughs> and I was 
pacing. Yeah. I was on my fitball at home. Yeah. Like okay. leaning over the fitball, like leaning on your on knees. Knees, yeah, okay. knees on the fitball, leaning over and just letting the belly hang. Yeah. That was so uncomfortable. Yes. So I'd be like laying on my side resting and then the contraction would hit and I'd just like double over in pain. <sighs> it was so intense. I threw up. I think about five times. Wow, over. throughout the whole labor? No, just throughout this point from right. whenever it – I must yeah. have had a bit of a rest. Yeah. And then it woke me up. Yes. And then between that and 3 a.m., I threw up five times. Wow. Yeah. Was the pain your belly, the contractions, or your pelvis? It was, was my belly. Was most overwhelming. It was my yeah. belly, yeah, because yeah. my pelvis was just in pain. Yes. Yeah, at this point. Yeah. And then there was one point I woke up, Adam, it was 3 a.m., and I was like, I can't do this on my own anymore. I need yeah. you. Yeah. But, um, he didn't do anything other yeah. than sit there, but I was yes. like, you need to be involved in this now. You can't be asleep anymore. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I need Fair moral. Call. I need moral support. Absolutely. Yeah. And then Absolutely. Um, I threw up, it must have been five times between whenever that magic time was yeah. and 6 a.m. I yeah. threw up. We rung the midwife and was like, I'm throwing up. I'm so uncomfortable. At one point I jumped on the bed and I actually felt my pelvis click, which was quite painful. But then when I got off the bed, I wasn't in pain anymore. What? Yeah. So oh, it, wow. had, it had lodged back into where it was supposed to be. Interesting. Maybe her head or something got out of the way of where it yeah. needed to go. Or it opened up that little bit more yeah. and slipped. I don't know. Interesting. I felt it pop. And then I was... I was so much better. I could sit on all fours. Oh, wow. A lot more comfortable. Yeah. Cool. Everything was better. I was walking a bit better. It was all happening. But the contractions were intense. They weren't yes. painful. Cool. But they didn't really go away. Yeah. Okay. And I didn't notice anything about that at the time. I was just, yeah. this is, it's, where's my bath? Yeah. <laughs> where's my bath? Go fill up my bath. So I think it was about 5 a.m. We rung the midwife and I'd thrown up again. Yeah. And she said, yep, I'll get the bath ready. And then cool. 6 a.m., she's like, how are you feeling? And I'm like, I need my bath. So yeah. I stripped off, left everything I didn't need, had my dressing gown and my bra, and I went in. Yeah. Because I had thought in my head that I'd be in the water with my bra on. Okay. And the moment I saw the water, I was like, get this uh, thing off me. Absolutely. Like, I don't know why I thought I want my bra, Interesting. but I just got naked. I was Some like, people do yeah. wear their bras in the bath, but yeah. I just, I wanted it out. Yeah. Yeah, and then... Oh, by that point, I had taken off my pants Yeah, somewhere along the line of labor. It was yeah. just too tight. Yes. There was just too much happening. Yeah. Oh, that's a tick. Oh. I don't want that. Jeez. Okay. Um, Good find, Mum. <laughs> then, wait, wait, wait. oh, we're in the bath now. Got in the bath and it was amazing. Oh, oh, it was like floating on a cloud of, really? of like 12 weeks of hardly being able to move. Yeah. It was amazing. I was just like, oh, I want to roll on my belly and I just roll over. Amazing. And I didn't have to put my legs together and like shift oh. my hips. I just, I was just floating. I was in the water. It was oh. amazing. And then I hit 18 hours of, <laughs> since my water had broke. Yeah. So I needed antibiotics. Okay. So I had to put a drip in. Yeah. Which I was totally open to cool. um I had no problem with it I didn't want to get sick I didn't want the baby to get sick yeah I was like I'm fine that's why I'm in a hospital because they can make these kind of decisions yes. for me so they put the drip on but then I had to keep my arm out of the water which was tricky the pain hey I was fine because mm-hmm. Adam was holding me up 
<laughs> Poor Adam just here to save the day again with his beautiful patience. <laughs> Adam, on the other hand, spent the next four hours holding me up with wow. his arms in the water, leaning over the bath so I could float. It's hard work, <laughs> it's isn't hard it? Work. It's hard, hard work, work being a support hey, person. It is. And then um, I don't know when when it happened, but I went into a place in my head where I was like, I didn't want anything. My birth plan was as little intervention as possible. Yes. And um, I went to a place where I was like, why are they not asking me? If I want an epidural, ah. why are they not asking me if I want drugs? Where are my drugs? Because if they ask me, I'm going to say yes. Okay. Like, I'm not going to ask for it. Yes. But where's all this hospital give you drugs? Where's Because yes. they're not asking me for drugs and I want the drugs. Where are the drugs? Yes. And then I reminded myself, oh, it's happening. You want the drugs when it turns. Yes. And I was like. Transition. It's, it's transitioning. And I'm like, it's happening. Yeah. And I don't know how far along we were then, but at one point um, the midwives asked me if I was getting a break in my contractions because mm. I was just contracting the whole time. Wow. The whole time. Mm. So there was definite highs, but I wasn't getting that low. Interesting. So I was really struggling to breathe. Yeah. I just, I wasn't getting a break. Yeah. And that's when I asked for the gas. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, no, no. They wanted cool. to check me first. Mm-hmm. They tried to do an internal in the water, yeah. but I just couldn't. I just couldn't. Yeah. It wasn't happening. I like that they tried that, though. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. And they were having trouble with the monitor in the water. Mm-hmm. So I was like, they're like, just hop out. We'll Did just you have check the CTG you. on? No. Oh, good. No. Um, we'll just hop out and we'll just check you. Mm-hmm. And I hopped out and it was the most painful five minutes of my life. I felt so heavy. Yeah. I felt every single kilogram. Yes. I like felt gravity. Interesting. I was so uncomfortable. It's like being born for the first time and oh. all of a sudden gravity exists and you're like, what? They, so there was, I had a student midwife and midwife and Adam mm-hmm. carried me to the bed, mm-hmm. put me on the bed, wrapped me up in nice warm towels. It was quite cozy. Yeah. Um, they did my internal, they checked the baby. She was fine. And they said, do you want to know? They said, do you want to know? And I said, no. And they're like. Good on you. They said, you'll be happy with the answer. That takes so much willpower. It was something that I had in my plan. Cool. I didn't want an internal and I didn't want to know. Cool. And at this point, I was like, in my mind, I was like, I've been in labor forever. Mm -hmm. I know it's been 18 hours because I've got my drip. Mm Mm-hmm. I feel like I should have had a baby by now. Mm Mm-hmm. If they want to do an internal, just let them do the internal. Cool. Because if something's wrong, the only way to find out is if they do the internal. And being flexible within your plan to your own values and like discerning in each individual moment, do I actually want this? Do I not? So good. So, so, so good. And my plan, I say I had a plan. It was things like I want Adam there. Mm -hmm. Um, I want skin to skin. Yeah. But I was like how I got to those points didn't Mm -hmm. really bother me so much as long as it was an option, I guess. Totally. And then, um, yeah, they did the internal. They asked me if I wanted to know. I said no. And she said, it's good. I was oh. like, are you sure you don't want to know? And I was like, no, nah, I don't want to know. Legend. And I am so glad I didn't find yeah. out. Because if they had said, you're like nine and a half or yes. something like that, I was, this must have happened not long after they gave me my drip. Because mm-hmm. I was still in labor for another four hours. Mm. And I just know if they had told me that I was, I knew it was good. I was like, if they had said that I was something like nine centimeters or 10 centimeters, I was like, I wouldn't have made it. You would have thought, I'm going to have this baby in the next hour. 
Yeah. And then four hours later, you'd be like, I'm so Still freaking done. Still baby. Yeah. Yeah. I actually talk about that a lot in my birth workshop where it's like, you've got to be so cautious with getting the internals and hearing the result as well, because not only can you yeah, think you're so far along. Yeah. yeah. Like that's something. So most people think that, oh, they're so far along and they're only two centimeters and that's super devastating. And that is definitely one side of what's negative about getting an internal. But then on the other end of the spectrum, as you just had, if you're told you're 10 centimeters and you get the expectation of the amount of time you have left yeah. and it ends up being longer, then that's like equally as disappointing. It's, and like, like, it's hard work. Yeah. Like, it's, it's a huge toll, which I knew going in. That's mm. why I was so active through my pregnancy. Mm-hmm. But it's it's hard work. And I yeah. was like, if they had told me it was nearly over and then it wasn't, yes. I, I didn't have much left in me. Yes. So yes. I requested the gas. Yeah. And I thought it was waiting in the room. I thought they'd have all the drugs there ready. Yeah. And I had to go find the gas. Oh, really? I mean, it was probably like two meters away. Oh, okay. And I thought when I said, I want the gas, they'd hand me the gas. Yeah. And it didn't come. Wow. And in my poor labor brain, it was a good hour, but it was probably like one contraction. <laughs> I was like, at one point I asked Adam, I was like, where are my drugs? Yeah. Like, where's, where's my drugs? Because I was happy to have the gas because I'd done, I've spoken to you and I'd spoken to the midwives at the hospital that it doesn't transfer to the baby. Yeah. And I was like, I'm, I'm tired. I yes. just need to take the edge off. Yeah. And my contractions just were on top of each other. Like they yes. were, um, I think at that point they were probably like maybe still a minute technically yeah. apart but they weren't going down so you weren't getting that full resting tone you were only getting this moderate contraction and then increasing to intense to and intense then decreasing and, then, to and then the intense would stop but it would start just as quickly yeah so it was just rolling on top of each other that there was no phase is so there important. was no wave and I wasn't getting that wave that yes I was, you know the the affirmations I can do anything for 60 seconds yes it's like yeah I can but I can't do it for an hour yes yeah yeah so I, I needed the gas and it helped. it's tricky when that happens because like there's nothing that you have done wrong or could have no. done to stop that nor is like the midwives or anything it's sometimes it's just your body that's how it contracts yeah yeah, yeah. which is um and I do kind of think maybe my uneducated opinion that maybe she was a bit stuck. Yes, because that of my pelvis. Because yeah. I'd been doing the body balance, but I could only do half the totally. body balance because of my pelvis. So totally. I was like, "She's stuck." Mm. And then no one was offering me drugs, and no one was telling me I needed a C-section. And I'm like, "This baby's not coming out." Yeah, I don't know how much longer I can do this for. Were you verbalizing this? Or this was no, internal? it was all in my head. Yeah. Um, and I had affirmations playing because music was not my friend. Yeah. I just. I think one song played, it was literally like two notes and I was like, turn it off. Yeah. <laughs> turn it off, put my affirmations back on. Yeah. I think so I listened good. to the same 10 minute affirmation for like 10 hours. So yeah, good. That's what I needed. So good. And then um, somewhere along the line, oh, I was, the obstetrician was doing the rounds. So it was about 12 o'clock. She was doing her midday rounds. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. So this is pretty, yeah, this has been a while by now. Yeah. So by this point I'd been in labor for... A long time. I can't do maths. Since 4 o'clock 20, the 20 day hours. before. Yeah. I've been in labor for 20 hours. Yeah. And the obstetrician came by and spoke to the midwives, and they were amazing. I didn't hear anything they were saying. Um, anytime I'd found myself facing the clock, they just moved in front of the clock for me. Like, yes. they were so onto it. Awesome. Yeah, and they 
helped Adam with my affirmations if he couldn't reach the phone because at this point he was still holding me up. Yeah. So, yeah, he was Good all work out for him. Yep. <laughs> Very, I don't think he prepared for like yeah. as much as I did. <laughs> and then, um, that's right, she was doing her rounds. She came in and checked on me and then she came back. So I was like, oh, things are happening. Yes. Things are happening. And they were. So at this point I was in like – labor I was in the active labor when the pushing phase yes yeah. yes <clears throat> at this phase I was in the pushing phase cool so she must have come around to me before she did her round so it was about eleven thirty. she came to see me and then she came back because she's like you're close yes and she stayed with me legend and then they got my any my second dose of antibiotics ready yeah and then I heard someone say oh no she's close like she won't need she it, won't need it. That's so nice to hear, isn't it? In yeah. that moment, You're and I was like, like oh, "I'm so close." Thank and I had I had everyone around me. I had the obstetrician that I'd chosen and was so comfortable with. I had my midwives who'd been there the whole time, and I had Epic. my husband. I had my affirmations. I had everything that I wanted. Epic. And nothing was happening, as in contraction wise. No, as in baby. Ah, uh, yeah. I was pushing. I was. I'd done the breathing thing. I'd done the pushing thing. Um, my contractions were still on top of each other and then the obstetrician had to leave to reschedule a C-section, came back in and my contractions had slowed right down, but they were a lot stronger. They do that in that second phase. Yeah. So they're like, no, this is good. She, like the baby's almost here because we didn't know what we were having. Ah. I was like, baby's almost here. You just rest and then give it everything you've got. When yeah. you feel it start again. And I was like, yeah. yep, cool. I can do this. I can do this. Yeah. And it just kept going and going. And then at this point, I was like, I can do it. But is she stuck? Yeah. So I said, it. I was like, is everything okay? And they're like, yep, everything's fine. Cool. Heartbeat's fine. Everything's fine. They're like, awesome. are you okay? And I'm like, I'm tired. So they gave me the IV drip with like hydration and stuff. Yeah, cool. At some point along the line. I yes. got that. I feel like I already had that. Fair cool. Yeah. Fair cool. Like, the IV was in my hand the whole time. Yeah things because yeah. I had been in labor for 20 hours yeah and then I had the active pushing phase for mm-hmm. two and a half hours that's a long, that's a long time. time and yeah so it was 45 minutes late for my antibiotics basically so yeah. I knew that time had passed yeah but they're like nope this baby's coming she was out she was crowning she was there I could feel her hair tickling my leg ah. like it was there for two and a half hours See, I find that crazy. So the, the crown of her head was born for two and a half hours. I'm and pretty sure, yeah. Come. She was there. And then when she was born, she had this gorgeous little line around her head. Oh, like a halo. Beautiful angel coming Beautiful out. Beautiful angel. Hey. Um, and they said, maybe gravity will help. Do you want to stand up? Yeah. And at this point, it's been 21 hours of labor. And I was like, I don't think I can. Yes. I and you're still in the bath, aren't still you? Still in the bath. Yeah. I was like, I physically don't think I can stand up. Yes. So I was like, I'll, I'll try again. Yeah. So then I, because I was doing the breathing, pushing. Yeah. And this one, I was like, no, nah, I'm going to push. Yeah. I'm going to do the good old fashioned, the grunt. Yes. Yeah. Give me my burst. Hold your breath. Yeah. Go breath, for it. baby out of Yeah. <laughs> and I felt her move. Cool. And they're like, you did amazing. One more time. Cool. And as the contraction went away, I felt her come back in. And they're like, this happens all the time. It's okay. It's just yes. it's just how it happens. So I'm like, yep, okay, I can do this. And same thing. She came out, but she just went straight back in. Yes. Like, okay, okay. And then they said, you're going to have to stand up. 
like cool. at this point I was like if you don't stand up Ashley they're gonna have to have a c-section because she's obviously not coming out on her own Gosh. I stood up one contraction and she just fell out of me oh wow yeah. yeah did you put one leg on the side of the bath yes yeah that's so, like a magic position isn't it yeah 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 it was an, and I was like I was so frustrated I was like why didn't you just listen to them four or five contractions ago and stand ah! up <laughs> Hey, Papa. And, um, yeah. And that's how she came out. Crazy. Yeah. So when she, she kind of fell out, out, did someone, like, catch her? Yeah, she came out yeah. a lot quicker than they were expecting. Yes. So there was – it was really interesting. I remember when they decided I was – when we worked out, I was standing up. So it was three working and Adam. Yeah. I couldn't stand up on my own. Yeah. So I had one midwife behind me holding me up. I had Adam holding me up from the front. The obstetrician was down there ready to catch the baby. Yes. And then I had the other midwife just making sure everything was okay. Yes. Like doing all the other things that midwives Yes. Yeah. She's like, it was a long time. It was a long time. And then, um, so I knew, I knew how long I'd been in labor because yes. I'd heard that she needed to do a C-section at two. And she left to reschedule the C-section. So I'm like, yes. it's after two. God. And I knew I went into labor at four. And I'm like, I'm not very good at maths, but I know that's a bloody long time. Yes. And then she finally came out. Yes. And she wasn't crying. Okay. So, you know, any movie, any story. Yes. Like lungs is really important. I'm yeah. like, oh, and she looked blue. Like she looked blue. Yes. Okay. Um, do yeah. Um, so I was I was worried. I'm like, is she yeah. okay? And they're like, everything's fine. Yeah. I'm like, she's not crying. Everything's fine. Yeah. And I'm like, at this point, I was like, I don't believe you. <laughs> like she, I felt how long she was stuck there for. Gosh. Like, you've got to tell me that this baby is okay. Yeah. Because that was too long. Yeah. Like, I feel like that ha- that was that just took too long. Yeah. And then she started crying, cool. and then she was fine. So <gasps> we walked over to the bed. Um, and I got my skin to skin and they wrapped us up in a blanket. Yeah. You're making too much noise. <laughs> you having a chat. Um, yeah, they wrapped me up and I just got to lay there and they did what they needed to do. And then, um, gave, oh, then Adam cut the cord, which is what I wanted. Yeah. Yeah. So we had the delayed, delayed cord cutting. Adam yeah. cut the cord. Yeah. And they took the baby over to the OBS. And they're like, oh, what gender? So this had been like, what, half an hour? And you had forgotten. We didn't care. That's so funny. We just didn't care. So even, cool. Even now, like we don't, Yeah. girl or boy, we just don't, yeah. it's not a thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. Um, yeah. And so cool. We're like, oh, amazing. Girl. So good. That would have been such an amazing yeah. moment. Yeah, and then um, they wanted. I didn't want the stuff to help birth the placenta. Yes, Cinto. Yeah, yeah. I didn't want the Cinto. Cool. Um, unless I needed it. Everything was. I don't want it unless I needed it. Yes. Um, and they said you've got an hour to birth it on your own. And I'm like, yeah. perfect. And then an hour came by, and they're like, oh, you did so well. Like we won't give you the Cinto. Yes. Can't turn her just like so she isn't into the microphone. Um. And they're like, well, hopping up helped with the baby. Why don't you hop up and birth it that way? Yes. And I just had to go to the toilet. Yes. And I was like, can we just walk over to the toilet first? 
So, so we are back after a little settling break <laughs> and a nappy change, and now we're good to go. Um, so yep, I just had to go to the toilet, and I was like, I'll deal with the placenta. I have to go to the toilet. Yeah. And we went there, sat on the toilet, and they're like, oh, we'll just put this tray down. And the moment I relaxed to go to the toilet, the placenta just fell out. Yes. Yeah. Good call. Yeah. Good so call. So I'm glad they put the little tray there because they have to do their testing and stuff. Oh, and I was like, imagine I've had to do that before, picked it up out of the toilet, and you're just like, this is gross. It's just gross. Yes. Yeah. People think being a midwife is so beautiful, but <laughs> <Not> like, <laughs> you're reading placentas out of toilets. At some point, you're a glorified janitor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So true. And then they're like, well, while you're here, have a shower. Yeah. And at this point, um, the baby was done with all her tests and cool. my husband was getting skin to skin. Cool. So they were just cuddling. I think they had like an hour by the time I had actually birthed the placenta and then showered. Because at this point I was still exhausted. I could hardly stand up on yeah. my own. So the midwife stood there with me. Yeah. I bathed myself, but they were just holding my arm to make sure I didn't yes. fall or anything, which was really nice. Yes. Because it was tough my yeah. legs were just dead absolutely which is crazy because I wasn't standing up so I was like, it's How the biggest so marathon though of your yeah. life yeah and then hobbled back over to the bed oh we had already done a feed too cool. we must have done a feed or something straight away and then yeah. then they took her off to test and then we had to do did they give her a shot then I think they did the vitamin k or something yeah. shot then um got some photos cool. and then they're like Time to go. And we walked over to the room. Yeah. Which is a really long way. Yeah. <laughs> and then we just hung out in our room. It was awesome. amazing. Yeah. And it was everything that I wanted. But, yeah, it's great. Incredible. And did she attach to the boob pretty well straight oh, away? Oh, yeah. Straight away. So yeah. good. Yeah. So, she, so good. She latches herself and she would spit the boob out. If I tried to latch her, like squeeze it in, and this is how the midwife told me to do it, she's like, no, 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 none of that. That's so funny. She's like, my way or the highway, mama? Yeah. So latched fine. I was really lucky. My milk came in fine. Awesome. Yeah. Amazing. So your breastfeeding journey was pretty low-key. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I have a very big supply. Yeah. So I expressed straight away. Yeah. I had the, those huckers. Yes. They're amazing. amazing. Everyone should get a hucker. Yes. So I always had a hucker on. Yeah. Yeah. Because there was just, it was too much. I was too swollen. Yes. Without yes. It. Yeah. So good. So good. So then how has your motherhood journey been since then? Pretty intense. Mm-hmm. So because I'm not one to slow down. Yes. I've done a few big life decisions in the last almost five months. Cool. Um, so the mum guilt sets in and yes. it's like I'm not spending enough time with the baby. But then it's like you'll miss out on the opportunity if you don't know it now. Yeah. And like that spiral. But yeah. I'd always been so independent and when we were ex- – I was storing my breast milk but we hadn't started using the bottle yet. Yeah. So I was exclusively breastfeeding for that first four weeks. Yeah. And that was the longest four weeks of my life. Yeah. Not being able to go – anywhere yes that independence is so so hard hard. and then that first day on the bottle she just took it she was holding it herself it was amazing and I don't even remember what I did but it was the greatest yeah yeah I just left yeah and I knew it was fine and And she was with dad was she yeah and I think I just took the dog for a walk around the block or something yeah just her and me and it was great Uh, and I felt so much more myself from that moment on yes I needed 
the bottle. Yeah. Absolutely. That's such an important point. Like if yeah. you need it, do it. Yeah. Do it. And Who I, cares what other people are I doing or what they say? Breastfeeding and yeah. it's so lovely. But I didn't want Adam to miss out on that yeah. as well. Like, because he'd just sit there. Like once I kind of worked out what I was doing, I didn't really need him anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. he went back to work about three or four weeks. And I was like, he was away overnight. And yeah. I was like, I did it. Like, I did the whole day. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I thought I was going to like really struggle. Yeah. I mean, it was hard work. And yeah. I was very, very glad when he got home. So I was like, yeah. here's your baby. I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I was like, oh, I thought I might need him a yeah. lot more for a lot longer. Interesting. Yeah. But we just kind of fell into our own little bubble, it's I guess. So good. Yeah. So good. Some days we get lots done. Some days we get nothing done. And yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. So good. Amazing. Amazing. And postnatal recovery wise, I know you've done lots of bits and pieces. Mm. Do you want to talk about so, that? So um, I was very excited to be able to start walking again. Yes. So we did, um, I think the first week. I was in I was in hospital for a week. I chose to stay there. Mm-hmm. Um, I just wanted my food delivered. Yeah, yeah. it was a glorified Easy. hotel. It was amazing. Easy. Yeah, someone did my washing. Someone fed me. It yeah. was perfect. <laughs> so we had um, I think it was like six nights, and ended up being six nights in the hospital because they don't count until the baby's born. Yeah, yeah. Oh no. And then um, so we then second week we were home and did a couple little walks yeah our block's about 400 meters so I did like kind of up to the end of the street and back yes um just with the dog the pram like the whole family came out yeah and the pelvis was okay pelvis is fine yeah pelvis is fine the moment I felt it click I was fine amazing (laughs) oh no oh Milo and then um, just gradually increase that walk slowly over the next sort of six weeks. Yeah. And I, your yoga course started on my six weeks. Yay! But the class is in the morning. Yes. So I got my physio done the Thursday before so that I had clearance so I could come back to so yoga. Good. Yes. Yep. Because priorities. Epic. Um, but Epic. she was like, yep, you're f- oh, and by that point I think I was working, working for like maybe five, ten minutes. We were doing Perfect. like a couple of blocks by that Perfect. point. Yeah. But I took it so slow and yeah. I didn't walk the dog. Um, yeah. I just had the pram and even that, like she was heavy. So, yes. yeah, very heavy baby. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, from then got my clearance and I started doing some more exercises. Like I got my pelvic floor exercises. Good. She was happy with my pelvis, but she's yeah. like the muscles are still a bit out of whack after being off for 12 weeks and like compensating yeah yeah the tight muscles were like extra tight Mm -hmm. and the loose muscles were virtually non-existent yeah she's like you need to do a bit of work so I've been doing that and then she gave me clearance to um start walking further and she's like yep you can you can you can keep going so So good I had a um in my head I wanted to start running again yeah but I was like I'm not going to do anything crazy. I was just going to do the couch to 5K, start from yes. zero um, at 12 weeks. Yeah. And I think somewhere around 10 weeks, oh, I've forgotten something. And I, like, had to leave the baby and run and get it and come back. Yes. But I had to run. And I'd run, like, 20 metres. And I got back to the car and I was like, I feel amazing. Epic. Yeah. So, I was like, so good. everything was still where it was supposed to be. So Nothing really good. hurt. And I was like... Yeah, so once, I think that was about, yeah, 10 weeks. So once I hit 12 weeks, I was like, cool, 
Where going for a run. Where it's like action 5K. Yeah, going for a run. So you yeah. started that at 12 weeks. Yeah. Good job. Yeah. And I, you know, you walk for five minutes and then I think I did one minute of walking, 30 seconds of running like yeah. four times. Yeah. And then walk for five minutes. Yeah. Oh, so super simple. I think it was like a 20-minute workout. Yeah. And I got home and I was like, I ran. I feel amazing. Epic. Yeah. Epic. Really good. Do you do that with the pram? No. Yeah. No. Because um, Milo was quite heavy. Yeah. She was nine pound one. At birth? At birth. So, I wonder if that's why things took a little bit longer as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She was a big baby. Yeah. yeah. Quite petite, very long. Yeah. So when okay. she did come out, she just, it just fell out, didn't you? Seemed mm. endless. Just forever. <laughs> um, yeah, so no, and that was my time too. Yes. I'm good. going I'm going for a run. Yeah. yeah. A lot of the time, like, um, the whole family would go for yeah. a walk, but I'd run and yeah. then turn like come back and meet them yeah 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 and then um slowly increased my running and then the Sunshine Coast Marathon came past yeah and I was originally signed up for the marathon but postponed because I would have just given birth yeah but I was feeling really good so I was like oh maybe I'll do the two like walk the 2k yes with the pram and then I was like or I could walk the 5k and like run a little bit because at that point I'd been my workouts were probably at about 40 minutes yeah Still not really, and I think it was about three Ks. Yeah. The walking and the running was about three Ks and so going good. out for about 40 minutes. So I'm like, well, five Ks not that much further and I can walk and I'm not doing it for anything. I can pull out if I need yeah. to. And I did it and I ended up running almost the whole thing. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well done. I was so happy. Well done. And felt amazing afterwards. So, <laughs> so good. Yeah, that's right. That was August. That was October. Epic. So it's like four months. It was about four months. Epic. Yeah. Epic. And so really, really lucky. Good um, on you. And hardworking. Like you obviously did all the things. To, I did all the things. Like, and give I was you the best chance. really gentle with myself. And yeah. I didn't have um, like any tearing or anything to heal from or anything so like good. that. No tearing when you had a crowning baby for two and a half, yeah. two and a half hours. I, know, I think it's just because it was so slow. Crazy. Just, yeah. It was just on. It was just on. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, amazing so, yeah no tearing healed really well amazing yeah, just very lucky and you've also been doing pilates hey yes so yes. i started doing pilates five weeks ago cool yeah, i did a little course and it's just finished yeah and i started back at yoga at six weeks yeah that's very exciting yes and then i've just been doing like little 10 minute yogas in the morning so good yeah. oh well done well done yeah. Well, to finish up our birth story, we have a little precip. Oh, how's that little giggle? <laughs> I love that little face scratch. I know. Does. Isn't it just the cute? It's like so shy. Yeah. Pretty shy. Hey, Baba. Hey. Oh. A little precipitous birth round, which you definitely didn't experience. Essentially, it's just a quick birth. So, first thing to pop into your mind, what would be your biggest tip to be pregnant, simply? While being pregnant? Yeah. Like, your biggest, like, kind of takeaway, like, if oh, you could tell away? someone. You've got to find people who are going through it at the same time. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Friends who've given birth are amazing. Yeah. But they did it two years ago. Yeah. Or even um, a friend of mine, we're 10 weeks apart. Yeah. And the pregnancy was fine, but then now with babies, it's like we're on a whole other level. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, find someone who's in your sort of vicinity. Yeah. You don't need to be friends with them. It's just nice to 
Yeah, we caught up at yoga. Yeah, it's nice to meet the ladies who are around the same time as me. Yeah, seeing where they were at. I was going to yeah. say, that's probably the easiest way to do it is go to something like pregnancy yeah. yoga where there's going to be other women there who are pregnant around yeah. a similar time. and that was that was what was for me. Yes. Yeah, friends friends are great, but they're on a different thing. Totally. Yeah. It's really important to have those people to talk to about it and that you're not feeling like you're boring them because like, yeah. the other person's going to be just as They're interested. just as interested. They're going through yeah. it at the same time. They want to know what you're doing. Yes. They want to listen. Yeah. Yes. So and they true. want to talk about it as well. Good call. Yeah, I found friends, they want to know, like, the fun stuff. But yes. they don't really want to know anything yes. else. Fair call. Yes. Fair call. We're almost <gasps> done, Baba. Almost done. <laughs> and what's your biggest tip to birth simply? Just flow. Yeah. It's the only thing. Yeah. Yeah. Just have enough information so you know what's going to happen. Yeah. And then you can sit down now. <laughs> um, know the, more the vibe of what you want. Yes. More of a vibe. Know the flow, know the vibe, but other than that, you can't control it. Exactly. Yeah. I think that's such a yeah. good call. What sort of energy do you want in your birth room? Because yeah. you can have that. If you get taken down to a Caesar, you can exactly. have that if you have a water birth. Yeah. The same energy. Home birth, hospital birth, yes. whatever. Or if it does get quite stressful and you maybe need an emergency thing. Yes. Know what that looks like too. Yes. Like do you want to still pull the baby out? Do yeah. you Yeah, kind of have like the vibe. Yeah. 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 And then I think you just flow. Yes. And that's definitely carried on through my parenting too. Yes. That flow. Yeah. Interesting. I have my vibe. Yes. And you either fit in the vibe or it doesn't fit in the vibe. And that's yeah. kind of how I. Yeah. How you structure your activities yeah. you do, how you structure your day. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Because that's my next question is what's your biggest tip to parents simply? Know your boundaries. Cool. Know your boundaries and communicate them. Fuck yeah. I yeah. like that. Yeah. That, I've never heard that one. So give me an example. So we, I didn't want anyone with us when we birthed. Yeah. Um, I just wanted me and Adam, I wanted yeah. our bubble. Yeah. Um, and we were out to dinner and his mum was like, oh, make sure you tell me when you're in labour and I'll meet you at the hospital. And I'm like, no. <laughs> but then I was like, but I haven't told her what I want. Yes. So, of course, she's going to think that that's okay. Yes. So, we went home. We wrote our little text message and we sent it out to the immediate family and the close friends. Cool. Anyone who maybe would want to be at the birth suite. Yes. Because I thought then there's no disappointment for yes. anyone. No one's going to come into our bubble and no yeah. one's going to be upset that they're not invited into the bubble because they yes. know where, everyone knows where they stand. Exactly. Yeah. So, they were my boundaries. I cleared it with Adam. I was like, I don't want anyone there. Yeah. Um that's what I want. And he's like, I kind of maybe want to tell people early though. And I'm like, yep, we can work it out. Yeah. Like we'll sit on this for a little bit longer. And we worked it out. We wrote this big text message and we sent it to the family. Sick. And we pretty much just got thumbs up. Yeah. yeah. They're like, cool. Yeah. Thanks for letting us know. Sick. Yeah. We'll so good. talk to you when the baby comes. That's a yeah. really good call. Know your boundaries and communicate them. Have you experienced that in parenting, say with Adam? Yes. So, um, I remember there was one day I was working and I made it very clear that when she's like making noises and fussing, I can't focus on work. Like my every cell yes. of my body wants to be there. Yes. And, and you're obviously working from home. And I'm working from home. Yeah. Yes. And so I was like, you're just going to have to take her out. And then he had someone ring and they're like, can we come over? And I was like, well, they can't come here. They can't come inside. I don't even want them in the driveway. They can't. Yeah. Because this is my space. Like I'm yes. working right now. And he's like, cool, we'll just go to the park. Yes. Yeah. Sick. Oh, no. So good. So good. Um, 
yeah, so, but I knew those boundaries going in. Yes. Like, I knew what I wanted and I knew the space that I wanted and, yeah, yeah and, like, no one comes over after 5 p.m. Yes. We don't do dinners anymore. We do lunches. Yes. It just disrupts her routine. Yes. Not that she's got a routine, but it's just that calm energy after 5 p.m. Yes. Yeah. 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 And having people over after 5 p.m. just doesn't work. Yeah. yeah. Fair call. Fair call. And I would even say, correct me if I'm wrong, but you would probably have a boundary where it's like, I need to have my own time. So, like, which Adam's such a legend. He's yeah. cool with having a... But um, it's like, you know, I need you to be there for me and when I need that time, I get that time. So yeah. you kind of lock in your yeah. activities. So and know your boundaries and then communicate them with all the people that need to be communicated with. Yes. Yeah. I can love it. Yeah, you just hold to them. Yeah, yeah. People, hard. Yeah, people are going to want to help. Yeah. And they're going to want to come visit. But if you're not up to it, say no. Yes. I think it's I, Yes, so, yeah. so, so true. Because it is really hard when you're like, oh, but their intention's good. You know, it'll make them feel so, like, needed and happy. Yeah. And it's like, but no. Oh, and ask for help. Yeah. Oh, my God. If people want to come over, be like, great, can you please clean the bathroom? Yeah. Just ask them. Yeah. And if they don't want to, then they can't come over. Yeah. <laughs> or, I don't know. I've been- Such a badass, Ash. I love it. Oh, you're so tired. Oh. I'm going to be driving soon. Yeah, I don't know. I have no problem asking yeah, for help. That's so um, good. And asking for food. And yeah. on our um, baby shower thing, we had food and walk the dog and clean the house. Yeah. And that was the sort of stuff that we asked good for. Good call. Good call. I love it. Well, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. Of course. Thank you for having me. Pleasure. And that's a wrap to this epic story with Ash. I really enjoyed that episode so much. I would probably have to say that my biggest takeaway was her last point, which you probably noticed me get so excited about, was to know your boundaries and communicate them to those who are involved. And I just, I think that's so important for pregnancy, for birth, for postnatal, and also just for life. Like, I think I'm really going to try to take that quote in with me every day because I really, really enjoyed it. Now, if you enjoy this episode as much as I do, I would really love to see in the form of a five-star written review. I read all of them and get so much joy out of reading what you guys get out of this podcast because it is so much fun for me to do. Um, Beautiful. Well, have a lovely rest of your day.